there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one exquisite page of Talmud every day. And in today's page, Kutubot 50, we get right to the heart of the matter, right to the question every single one of us who is a parent is asking, which is quite simply this, how should we raise our children? Have a listen. Rav Yitzchak said, in Usha, the sages enacted that a person should treat his son gently, even if he does not want to study until his son is 12 years old. From this point forward, he harasses him. It's actually the word, harasses him in all aspects of his life in order to force him to study. The Gemara asks, is that so? But didn't Rav say to Rav Shmuel Bashelat, who taught children, with regard to a child less than six years old, do not accept him. If he is six years old, accept him and stuff him like an ox, i.e. just as an ox is force-fed, you should force the students to study Torah. The age-old question of, should we be kind of, um, you know, hard with our children and sort of lay down the law and force them to sit down and study, or should we be more gentle and accommodating? And since the Talmud brought up the magical age of 12, I have the pleasure of welcoming back to the show someone who is, well, this show's producer, but among other things, uh, and maybe primarily, I should say, is the father of almost 12-year-old boys who are really exquisitely, astonishingly well-behaved. These are children from whom I, you know, receive thank you notes from things who I just delight in seeing being so wonderfully polite and delightful. Daron Ruskay, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you so much, Diel. And let's really start with it. Thank you, Rav Yitzchak. But, you know, the thank you notes you mentioned don't happen on their own. Um, and, you know, and it's just the right thing to do. But, you know, they do get a little parental encouragement. And, you know, in thinking about the piece you referenced about when and how you should kind of conjole or push your kids to study and to kind of to be mentioned, like that's actually something that I've experienced and focused on a lot, but I actually think the rabbi's Yitzchak is wrong because I have been lucky enough in my professional career since my kids started school in nursery school that I was the parent in the afternoons. Sometimes it was because I was working on my own projects. Sometimes I just worked my job so that I could be home and do pickup and things like that. And as a result, when they started at the Heschel School and got homework, I remember when they were six and seven and eight sitting with them at the dining room table, kind of helping them work through what homework looked like. And then as they started to grow and they all of a sudden didn't need me to kind of push them through that homework, it actually was kind of sad. I remembered feeling like, wait, I'm not needed anymore. You know, like what's what's going on that like they're supposed to rely on me and I'm supposed to be the guy who cracks that whip. And as they've gotten older, I haven't had to in the same way. Now, major caveat. My kids have been playing guitar for five years and they are amazing guitar players and they make me so proud when they play and they play beautifully. Better guitar players than I ever was and ever will be. Yet somehow they have not learned to practice without me telling them to practice. So that's the one place that I'm continuing to be the whip cracker. 
That and thank you notes. But this really kind of gives me pause because I, I watch videos of these kids playing indeed <laughs> fantastically. And of course, putting me and you and, and most of our adult friends to shame. And I'm thinking to myself, this doesn't happen without their own sitting there being like, did you play a guitar today so i really wonder because you do seem to kind of contain multitudes you know on, on the one hand you do seem to have that streak in you that says sit down and do the thing you're supposed to do but on the other hand you also seem to have the kind of natural organic grass-fed vibe that says well you know i'm, I'm gonna lead you to where you need to be and, and then you're just gonna find your own way so i wonder as a parent do you oscillate do you have a kind of like modulation tone in which you say okay well like you know in realm a i invested enough and now they'll find their own way and in realm b i still need to crack down how do you approach this well look on tuesday's episode two days ago you talked to lily you talk to your daughter. And so in truth, the answer to that question is really not one for me, but it's one for Nakshan and Batsal, my sons, and how they experience it. I feel like I try to lead them to water and let them go. And they would say, I'm constantly telling them exactly what to do and how to do it and when to do it. And I think that somewhere in the middle probably exists that truth. I want to be, you know, loosey-goosey, and I also want them to succeed. And I know, you know, like, I don't try to get them to do things they can't do, but I do push them to do the things that they can. You know, this summer, they're working on projects for their new schools, the summer, summer reading projects, and we let it go for a bunch of weeks. But now they're two weeks away from school beginning, and all of a sudden we realize, oops, they've really got to do the projects. And now, you know, you, you, you start to crack the whip. I also I want to just mention one of my actually greatest parenting successes in terms of teaching my children happened the summer before they started Heschel, before they went into kindergarten. That summer I was at home with the boys and I did what we called ABBA camp. And I really wanted to make sure that it was going to be happy and fun and educational, not being in front of the television and Internet all day, but really kind of doing something and getting out there every day. And one of the main focuses on the curricula for that summer was learning to ride a bike. And I have to tell you, every morning we woke up after breakfast, went right to our little patch of grass right across the street in front of Riverside Park, and we would work and we would go in circles and I would run behind them. And I'm not a guy who does a lot of running while also trying to keep a kid from falling on his tush, on his face. And I did it. And we would do it every morning. And then we would have an exciting day. And then when the, when the summer heat cooled down, we would go every afternoon. And seven days later, when Stephanie came home, my wife Stephanie came home from her, her work, the boys were riding bikes. And three days later, they were riding on the cement of Riverside Park, feeling the air in their face as they had the liberty of finally getting away from me, who was telling them to ride the bikes. So I know that you like to focus on Katibot 50. But I know that Kedushin 29A only says that it's an obligation of a father to teach his child to swim because they didn't have two wheelers in the time of the Talmud. <laughs> Theron Riske, you have 50 more days until you have legal permission to harass your children as you see fit. But you are doing a great job and we're deeply grateful to you for being our guest. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks so much, Leo. This has been Take One. If 
you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Rusquet and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic, and we will see you again soon.